Welcome to Foundational You with Dr. Dean Hackett, the home of biblical teaching and cultural impact. We are so glad that you joined us for today's podcast. You can find out more about Dr. Dean, read his blog, and find more episodes at fdeanhackett.com. Now for today's episode. Thank you for joining me today in Foundational You. I'm Dr. Dean. God bless you. We're going to take a look again at God's answer to a secularized, paganized, sexualized culture. When we look at the current American culture, there's no question those are the defining characteristics of this culture. But what did God mean for his church to be doing in the midst of this? We discovered how that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ was birthed in the midst of a Roman culture that was sexualized, paganized, and, and sexualized. It was secular, it was pagan, and it was sexualized. It was birthed in a city that was not only under the Roman influence, but under the influence of religious leaders that hated the Lord Jesus Christ, had crucified him, and commanded his disciples to no longer minister in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Boy, that just sounds so familiar, doesn't it? That is what's happening right now inside the American culture. The church is being blamed for things. Just just uh, this week, on, uh, uh, on one of the uh, news broadcasts, one of the broadcasters announced that the, the killing in, in the elementary school in Texas and, and, uh, and the other killings that's happening across the nation is because of the Christian church. The Christian church is making this happen. We are watching as the American culture that was once founded upon the principles and precepts of God's holy word, it has become secular it's now founded upon humanism, rationalism, pragmatism, and it's beginning to say the church is the problem, not a part of the solution. The church is the problem, and persecution is rising against us. We're watching as our nation is becoming more and more pagan in this culture. We are adopting more and more paganism, and, of course, we are becoming saturated with sexual things. The LGBTQIA plus community, the, the, uh, all of our movies, television programming, the, the, uh, the, the games, all of it just being sexualized. As young as children in kindergarten and first grade being sexualized by the indoctrination of the LGBTQ community. Almighty God says to you and I, but into this culture, I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, what in the world makes that possible? How can the church in this culture, when we're having less and less influence, when we're becoming less and less uh, uh, listened to, how in the world can we become what Jesus said? Well, first of all, we must stop being influenced by the culture. The whole woke movement that is now infiltrating the church 
and weakening the church and moving the church off of center. Moving the church off of center. We're no longer standing solidly upon the, upon the word of God, but we're letting the woke culture influence us in what we believe and how we minister and what we stand for. We must no longer be intimidated by the culture. We must no longer be influenced by the culture. We must stop cowering and compromising. We are compromising the word of God. We are, what do you mean by that? Well, how many churches are continuing to teach that Jesus Christ is the only way, the only truth, the only life? We're now beginning, more and more of the church is beginning to believe there are many ways to God. There are many ways to God. That Jesus isn't the only answer. Beginning to believe, well, all religions have, have a validity to them. All religions have some measure of validity to them. Even in some of the evangelical uh, churches across America, they're beginning to teach, we need to go to paganism and learn in paganism some of the things that, that, that they have taken away and that we can apply in, in Christianity. They want to syncretize Christianity with paganism. We are watching the church becoming more and more pagan, no longer teaching that Jesus Christ is the only way, the only truth, the only life, the only way to Father but that there are many ways to heaven. The church is becoming sexualized, adopting much of the LGBTQIA plus agenda and moral values, beginning to say, well, you know, maybe we do need to embrace some of these things. Maybe, maybe some are born that way, rather than standing upon the truth of God's word. So how can we make the church the church that Jesus meant for the church to be, when he, in the midst of a secular, pagan, sexualized culture, when he said, upon this rock, I will build my church, my called out ones, and they will be in the world, but they will not be of the world. They will be in the world, but they will not be influenced by the world. They will be in the world, but they will be the source by which I will crush the gates of hell and the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against them. How can we be that kind of a church? Well, first of all, we have got to come back and we have got to reaffirm our stance upon the Bible being the infallible, inerrant, absolutely true word of God. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in the heavens. It is the infallible word of God. And the principles and the precepts of this word are not alterable. Man didn't write this book. We publish it for God, but we didn't write it. God wrote it, and we have no authority and no right to be able to change it, to be able to alter it. This is God's holy word. It is infallible, it is inerrant, and it gives to us an absolute moral code by which to live our life. It gives to us an absolute principles and precepts by which we handle life. We must come back and build the church upon proclaiming 
the absolute word of God. We got to be committed that this is God's word. And here's the second thing we need to do. Exactly what the apostles did in Acts chapter 4. When they came under persecution, they went back to the church, they gathered the church, and they prayed, Lord, help us be bold in proclaiming your word. And the church not only must affirm its belief in the infallible word of God, but we must boldly proclaim it. Into this culture, we must boldly proclaim God's love, mercy, and grace, but we must proclaim that Jesus Christ is the only Savior of mankind. He is the only Redeemer of mankind. We must proclaim to the world that God at this time is holding all people of all nations throughout the world, that He is calling them to humble themselves to Him, repent of their sin, confess their sin to God, and ask Him to forgive them and cleanse them and wash them in the blood of Jesus Christ. Because the only redemption for mankind is found in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and His blood washing and cleansing them. The only redemption is through His blood. As it says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained. For by grace are you saved through faith. Faith in what? Faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and faith in His blood, that His blood will wash, that His blood will cleanse, that His blood will adopt them into the family of God. Because why? Because the only redemption is through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That we are redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit that makes us a new creation. Humble ourselves, repent of our sin, confess our sin, ask Jesus to forgive us and wash us in His blood, and then through the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit and through new birth of the Spirit, we are made a whole new creation. We have got to boldly proclaim that is the only way to heaven. That is the only way to heaven. And then we must do what exactly the disciples said, and that is, God, stretch forth your mighty hand to do miracles and signs and wonders in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have got to pray, God, God, confirm your word by stretching forth your hand to heal and to do miracles and signs and wonders. We've got to have the glory and the power of Almighty God back in His church. When Jesus said, He that believes in me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, he was saying to them, I want you to go and be doing the same things I did. And so what did he say? Preach the gospel. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. And he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believes not shall be damned. And in my name, they that believe on me, in my name, they shall cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. 
They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing and shall not harm them, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's what Jesus meant for his church to be doing. We got to proclaim the absolute word of God without compromise, but also be praying that God will confirm his word with healings and miracles and signs and wonders, stretching forth his mighty hand. We've got to get the glory and the power of Almighty God back into his church where miracles and signs and wonders are happening again on a regular basis. People are being healed on a regular basis. We're not just holding great uh, musical events with a, with a nice little soft, encouraging, uh, uh, positive, uh, uh, pablum-filled word, but we are preaching the word of God and then we re- the glory of God is released in our midst and we see miracles and signs and wonders. That is God's answer to a secular, pagan, sexualized culture. Now, what made that possible for the early church is the same thing that makes it possible for you and I. It says, after they had prayed, the place where they were gathered was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Just as on the day of Pentecost, when they were all together in one place, in one accord, gathered, praying, worshiping, seeking God, there came a sound from heaven like a mighty rushing wind. Tongues of fire sat upon them, and they were baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they spoke into the tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Just as what Jesus said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and under the uttermost parts of the earth. We have got to have a spirit-filled church again. The church must be spirit-filled. And when we are spirit-filled, we will be bold. We will, like the lion of the tribe of Judah, we will be bold as a lion, and we will go forth in the mighty name of Jesus, preaching the word of God, and bringing healing and deliverance. We will go forth and we will crush the gates of hell. Those strongholds of darkness will be crushed and we will loose the captives and bring them into the freedom and the liberty of the redeeming power of Jesus Christ. We will cut the chains of addiction. We will break the ropes that hold them in fear and worry and intimidation and anxiety, and insecurity, and low self-worth, and rejection, and jealousy, and envy. We will set them free from the powers of darkness that are holding them prisoners in their obsessions. We will bring the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ into a secular, pagan, sexualized culture and see them be set free and delivered from the powers of darkness and see this nation turned upside down, just as it said Jerusalem was turned upside down, just as they said, they that have turned the world upside down have come here also. That's the kind of church Jesus meant for this generation to have, that we would go forth in the might and power of the Holy Spirit, boldly proclaiming His word, and Almighty God stretching forth His mighty hand, confirming His word with healings, and signs, and wonders, and miracles, and watching, watching our nation turn upside down. That's the answer 
for our nation and for our culture. That's the answer for every nation of the world. That is God's answer for every nation, for every culture, for every people of all generations from the book of Acts until Jesus comes again. That's been his answer. Upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Do you believe the Lord Jesus Christ when he said, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Do you believe the Lord Jesus Christ when he said, whosoever believes in me, the works that I do, shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because they go unto my father. And he preceded that statement with saying, truly, truly, I say to you. What he was saying was, I am telling you the truth. It's absolutely the truth. He that believes in me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Do you believe that? Do you believe that Jesus said, in my name, they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Do you believe Jesus' words? This isn't the words of some organization. This isn't the words of some religious group. This isn't the words of just one guy named Dean. This is God's word saying to you, this is how I'll build my church and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. This is how I'll build my church in a secular, pagan, sexualized culture I'll raise up my church and my church will crush the powers of darkness. Powers of darkness won't be able to resist it because my church will go forth in my name boldly doing the work I called my church to do. Praise God. That's the church Jesus is building. I want to thank you for joining me today in Foundational U. I pray that this has encouraged your heart and that you'll share this with others because this is God's answer for our world today. God bless you. Thank you for being with me. I look forward to you joining me in our next podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This Christ-centered biblical training is a ministry of Spirit Life Ministries. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. For more information or questions for Dr. Dean, please contact us at the website fdeanhackett.com.